Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of the Half and Half podcast. I am your host, Jeremiah Hargraves, here, and I hope that you all are doing well, are thriving, and are having a wonderful week so far, wonderful weekend, getting lots of rest, maybe catching up on work, going out, having a fun time, making new memories, and yeah, it has been fun. We are at episode 31 now. We just went over the 30 episode mark, so we are on the way to 40. It don't stop. I have some surprises for you in store for this week and the upcoming weeks. So I am very, 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 very excited. Very excited for y'all, for what is in store, and for all the good things that we have in mind. As always... I am very thankful and grateful for all the support, all the love, all the recommendations, because I just recently um, put out a small like survey questionnaire thing on Instagram to give me more ideas for topics. I already have a big list, but, you know, it does not hurt to add on to that list to, you know, stay ready so we don't have to get ready. So I was able to get more ideas from y'all and people who are very interested in certain topics or highlighting topics that I've already had written down or want to, you know, speak about again. And people who are interested in joining for episodes, um, wanting to help join in and send in their support and speak their mind and gain more knowledge of what is behind on behind the scenes of this process so yes a lot of good things in store for the future and it's going to be great i am very excited i am very thankful for these opportunities and yeah, let's get into it. Episode 31. Um, you know the huge. Going to check in with y'all. Again, hope you all are doing well. If not, I hope that life or whatever you are going through on your own or with other people, it all gets better. And maybe you have those reconciliation moments or those realizations to move forward. So I really hope that we all are thriving in our all getting through these up and down times or you know to stay in these good moments you know so yeah with me um people have been checking up on me more because <laughs> i've been talking on here about how sad life is <laughs> they're like are you okay and i'm just like not really <laughs> never march march did its thing march was marching for real <laughs> march was really marching I got my ass kicked by March in all forms, ways, forms, ideas, spectrums, type stuff. I I got manhandled in March, bro. It was <laughs> tough. <laughs> but now we're in April, so hopefully April's better. <laughs> 
Hopefully April's better. Yeah. Um. <laughs> ah, how have I been, y'all? How have I been? Y'all have been asking me that. I need to ask myself that more. Not just for the podcast. <laughs> um. As of right now, the answer is life is still tough. <laughs> and all I can do is just laugh about it because it's just, I've been through work. I mean, I always under, I, I feel like I always undermine myself when it comes to that. Like, I've been through work, but it's like, it's, it's also like real. Like, I've been through worse, but I don't have to downplay how I'm hurting or, you know, if I'm doing well and stuff like that. You just gotta showcase me to the fullest extent. So, um, yeah, I'm not doing the best. Doing better, but I was in a deep hole last week. And I'm just not in as deep of a hole this week. Still in a hole, though. So, yeah. <laughs> um it was just it's very it's been very tough and a lot of that has come through situations I put myself in or you know kind of like my how do I word this um my hand like you know I had to for my form it hit hit uh my hand was forced or I was forced to be put in this position yeah um, so it's been, as I've said before, a lot of growth, very uncomfortable, i.e. like setting boundaries, i.e. distancing, i.e. you know, having to see people in a certain light that you don't really want to see them in, and a lot of decision making, and a lot of a balancing act of making sure that I'm mentally okay but making sure that I got to get other shit done. But there are days where one has to prioritize the other. And the timing on that really screwed me over. Because um, there was one day where my body was just... Or two days where my body was breaking down. Like, breaking down. Like, I could not do anything. Um, I had to, like, rest and catch up on everything. Or, like, catch up on myself <laughs> you know I could only do things that weren't so taxing on me like watch a show maybe play a video game stuff like that and I had exams I had exams that just came up and since my body was like no we're done I can't do anything it fucked me over especially because those were the days where I had the most free time and I was going to do the most studying then. But when I tried to study, my body was just like, like we can't right now. Um, maybe another day. And that another, that another day never came because the next day, like mentally and emotionally, I was just like checked out due to like, it just all happened at once, like a little bit of trauma, but like, after that, I was just, like, done, like, mentally and emotionally. I was just like, I can't do anything right now. It just all came in, like, a very big wave, big wave. Um, and it just hit me like a truck. And I was like, 
dude, I have an exam tomorrow, but I can't do anything right now, no matter how hard I try. Like, so it's like, I had to take care of myself. My hand was kind of forced, but it was very necessary. And I didn't do well on those exams because I just wasn't well overall. Um, which sucked a lot because those are like, you know, I was going to put in the time and effort to get shit done, right? But I couldn't get shit done when I wanted to get shit done. And I'm very disappointing. I'm glad I'm doing better now. So, like, I needed that. Um, but on a, I guess, an introspective viewpoint, the way that I saw that, because, like, it all happened in a span of three days. Those events all happened in a span of three days and basically um since march was marching (laughs) march was doing the damn thing uh, there was a lot of moments of growth a lot of learning lessons a lot of ending of cycles starting new cycles um meeting new people pushing people away new opportunities lost opportunities regret overthinking overwhelmed feelings anxiety um, a lot of pressure, a lot of um, needs and wants from myself and people, and a lot of differing opinions or a lot of their own traumas put on me because um, I have a huge savior complex, and I'm like one of the few people that can understand them, certain people, and, you know, all those moments where I'm constantly learning, constantly on the move, constantly growing, and constantly trying to get this done that done and this done um it was like my body just all of me was just like we've learned so fucking much bro you can slow down (laughs) you can slow down and you don't have to grow at such a rapid rate bro like you're changing you're building by the day by the second by the hour like Come on, man. You do not need to do all this in order to, you know, get to where you want to be. Cause I know you need. I know you want to get there at such a fast rate. I know you want to, you know, have this. I know you want to, you know, be done with school. I know you want to have success in your love life. I know you want to, you know, get your drive life. I know you want to, you know, help others. I know you want to, you know, be there for the people who have been there for you. I know you want, you know, you have to prove to yourself that you can do all these things and have the gall, the willpower, the conviction to do these things that you put yourself in position for. You know, you want to stay true to your word, maintain the intentions to your actions and stuff like that. But you can slow down and rest. And I, when it comes to the mental and emotional stuff, when it comes to capacity, the fortitude, and how much, you know, you know, Um, for me, I am a fan of the resting and the breaks and stuff like that. Um, but at times I have a differ, I have a hard time differentiating, um, like the resting and the breaks between like escaping and distraction, you know, because I don't like taking those breaks when it comes to you know emotional stuff like i.e you know when you're trying to understand your boundaries or you're trying to you know 
understand this person and understand, you know, the outcomes that can come along with said person or how you view them and yada, 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 or, you know, trying to move forward from certain mental and emotional uh, breakdowns, heartbreaks and stuff like that. Um, I just don't like taking a pause at times because it just feels like I'm distracting and avoiding because literally it's just like, okay, I'm not thinking about it for an hour. This hour is up. Now I'm thinking about it again. So what was the point of me resting for an hour? Um, Because even even now, like when it comes to those type of things that people would see as escapes or distractions, they don't even work for me like that anymore. Like I'll be doing things I love while thinking about certain shit in the back of in the back of my mind. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So it's just like, I guess I gotta understand. Like, I'm giving myself grace. I talk. I'm talking. I've talked about being like kind and gentle to myself in prior episodes. I guess it's having that mentality too when it comes to how I'm going about other things as well cuz I had that I have that mindset regarding my love life because um I have like no experience. I haven't been in a relationship before, you know? Um these stages, these things, um, you know, having certain feelings and them not going away right away or, you know, me still trying, having that, like, attachment or the anxiety, um, you know, I give myself grace and have that kindness towards myself because I know that this is normal, you know, this, I can appreciate that I'm feeling this way because it just shows that I had more love to give or more, you know, my heart's so full. <laughs> um, and then I guess I should give myself grace um, for, you know, tackling other mental and emotional breakthroughs as well. But then that's where, like, my, my inferiority complex comes out because it's like, am I deserving of these breaks, you know? It's like I haven't solved anything yet, so why should I take a break if I haven't done anything, you know, if I haven't made any progress? You know, like, you, you know what I mean, right? It's just like, how can I take a break if I haven't even taken a step forward? If I know I can get it done if I do this, this, and that, or if I just take a certain time, like, why would I need a break, you know? You know, like... <laughs> It's just very off-putting to to push away from something or someone when they're still a still quote unquote there, you know? Because it's just they'll always be back. It'll always come back, you know. We're uh, we're doing it early. Take a shot every time I say you know. <laughs> um, yeah for real it's just when i know <laughs> that something is present or lingering something or someone is lingering why avoid it why not do anything about it it's very weird about how p- 
people do that. Like, I'd be around a lot of avoidant people, even in my family. And it's just very crazy how they can just do that. They're like, I don't want to feel this anymore. So I'm just going to bury myself in all my work. I was like, what? You, y'all can do that? Y'all can just say, I don't want to think about this anymore. And you don't think about it any, or you don't really. Okay. It's not like they don't think about it anymore. They just bury what they're thinking about. And I was just like, so this, these are the reasons why y'all aren't over I was like, what? Because I was talking to friends and I was talking to family uh, about this or they would open up to me about their traumas and they would open up to me about what they're going through. And they're like, yeah, I haven't talked to anyone about it. Yeah, I'm tired of feeling sad. So I'm just burying, I'm just getting shit done, I'm moving, I'm trying to just do all this stuff, and I'm just like, dude, you're avoidant, or they'll be like, yeah, I, I don't tell anyone, because, yeah, it, I don't know, um, or, you know, escape, escape tactics, distracting tactics, like, substances, you know, so, I just, it's just, a part of me, on rare occasion, rare, 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 rare occasion, would like to be like them. Like, I have the respects and I have the understandings for why. Because this, this life shit hurts. People have gone through so much heartbreak through so much death in the family, so much sorrow and grief that there is only, there is certain, there's so much that you can take and certain things that you can do. So I can understand why people like to, you know, use substances to escape or use like nightlife and other people, ugh, it's such a, other people, use other people um, to feel, to fill like those voids and to fill the emptiness or to escape, you know, or to gain certain emotions, certain chemicals, dopamine type stuff, serotonin, you know? So I, I can understand. And sometimes I wish I could do that. I wish I could escape and distract myself like those people do. But then I just realized, you know, how sad that is. And how disheartening it is. And how it just all builds up over time. And, you know, blow up one day. Or you'll just realize that you'll never really be over said situations because you never attacked. You never you never faced it head on. Um, and it's all about the willpower and the conviction and the gall to, to, to get through those situations too. Because maybe those people have tried but they gave up because those emotions were too heavy and too hard to to face. They didn't put enough time and effort. They didn't come at it with the right energy. And that also sucks too because I, 
I could be I could be assuming for a lot of these people, they could have put so much time and effort into it, and they either gave up or it was just too, or they just thought this would be better, because people have different ways to cope, and I talked about that before. There are bad ways to cope, but you can only lead a horse to water you can't force him to drink yeah the water uh so at at times i wish i could be like them but then i realized that no i just feel like when it comes to me and like those type of people are like opposite sides of the spectrum when it comes to tackling problems because i always tell everyone i like to face my shit head on I like to face my shit head on. Not going around or over or under hurdles, going through the hurdles and gaining more insight on myself. Um, Like, I had some examples would be regarding... It always comes back to love life because I'm a hopeless romantic. Yeah. Woo! You simp, you simp. No, just um, yeah, um, just someone that I used to talk to a uh, couple months ago, maybe like a year ago. Yeah, been a while. Damn, time flies. Yeah, over a year ago. Um, yeah, to to, to summarize, it didn't work out. I was hurt, uh, devastated. I saw them once. Had this huge anxiety attack huge panic attack and it was crazy but then i had an opportunity to see them again and i was like fuck it i'm gonna talk to them i'm gonna face them and not have this anxiety anymore and it worked (laughs) and it worked i straight up talked to them in a group setting of course had a convo caught up a little bit and bam it worked <laughs> for that hurdle at least overall i was still heartbroken but like <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh overall shit's tough but yeah got over that at some point <sighs> but yeah i i'm a man who likes to face the issues and not avoid and i be around a lot of people avoid which i guess makes more sense for why people would go to me for stuff because i'd like to face it head on and i could help mediate or have some sort of impact towards a conversation if two avoidance were to talk if you catch my drift so yeah uh that's what also has made march very tough because there's been so many um issues and so many problems and i'm facing them head on constant facing them head on because i don't want to avoid them i don't want to avoid them and i'll eat eat the breaks and the resting Again, I'm doing that, of course, but it's always a non-stop 
it's just kind of contradicting of what I just said of me tackling my emotions and mental health. So, I don't know. It's, there are people that I want to see thrive and there are people that I want to see well and there are people that I wish the best for and want still around and want to be there for but it's it's a two-way street it's a team effort especially since I'm going through a lot of my shit on my own right now I guess I should stop playing the comparison game too because I'm just like if I can do it you can do it too no, <laughs> but I guess it's the simple things this the the want and the effort to to be better for yourself and to find the right ways to be better for yourself. I guess it's just, it's out of my control, of course. But it's also wanting to, that savior complex. And always trying to have second chances and that hope for people. A very very tough but we learn from it again it's like like I said earlier setting those bound I'm setting those boundaries on myself or on people and I'm having more of those opportunities hopefully soon to do that and yeah just thinking about it, it's very tough not like mental like not like it's a tough thing to think about it's just like those situations that I'll be putting myself into in the future it's daunting but necessary for my growth for my self-worth respect and love so yeah I guess to go back March has been marching March has been marching it's been a shit show in that aspect because I've been through so much and I just want, I want a break like an actual break if like not the what I said earlier about the distractions and the escapes like a moment where all my mental and emotional and spiritual worries can naturally not be thought about and it's very hard because for what I want I have to get through those mental blockades and have the capacity to push through when it comes to those mental things, right? Because then I can I could I could take the breaks, I could rest, which I I got to, but again, they just feel like escapes. But like I said earlier, giving myself grace and having that kindness got to be okay with that every once in a while. So March was marching. Let's hope that April is an Apriling. <laughs> um, yeah, it it will be all right. We'll be good. We will be good. And April will for sure be a better month. Um, on better more positive outlooks ha 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 uh 
I've been going to the gym very constantly. That's been great. I've been mad thankful for that because consistency in routine and in life. Been watching anime again. I finished Initial D, top tier, peak. Shit had me tearing up when I finished it. And there are very few anime that do that to me once I finish an anime. So, props. I watched it dubbed. So I was only able to watch it up to the fourth season. But the fourth season had a like a closure ending to it. So, um, the Illily had like the screen. It was like, oh... And these teenagers will continue their journey, the end type stuff. And I was just like, ah, oh, my heart. I've been through so much. I've been through so much. And then to find out that there's another movie and two more seasons, but they're subbed. Like, bruh. It sucks because ain't, no one want, ain't nobody want to make that transition. Ain't nobody want to make that transition from dub to sub. Like, I'm I'm put that on myself. Like, I watched the first episode subbed, and I was like, okay. Then I rewatched it and dubbed, and I was like, this is better. <laughs> this is better. <laughs> so, I mean, I set myself up for that failure, but I gained a lot of life lessons from it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite animes now, and I feel like I live vicariously through it, too, because I don't drive. So, I'm like... I'm going to get my own 8.6, and I'm going to do the downhill. And I'd be like, I'd be saying that to my roommates. And we we're in, we're, we reside in Las Vegas, and they'd be like, what downhill? <laughs> what downhill are you racing? <laughs> like, uh, let, me, let me live my dreams. <laughs> let me get my own 8.6. Let me get my own FD. <laughs> let me join Project D. Come on, man. <laughs> let me... <laughs> Goodbye. So, yeah. Those consistencies. Doing the stuff that I love. This could keep me going. But also all the good moments, too. With throughout all the bad. Like, all the, the, the growth may hurt a lot. But that's what's keeping me going, too. Because it's like I, I have the... I want to fulfill my growth. I'm, like, addicted to the growth and to the learning, you know? So, we keep pushing. Um, those moments, the up and down, it's it's very... I, I keep saying this, but I'm very thankful for it. Because it shows that I'm human. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, you're just feeling emotions and certain layers and colors in yourself that you don't see that often. So, it's very, very eye-opening and... I appreciate it a lot, um, especially with these new moments with uh, myself, with people, you know, finding new things about out, out myself and how I view my life, mm, the people around me, and what I want to do is um, all very important. So I am very thankful for those opportunities, and yeah, we'll keep going, keep going, can't stop, won't stop. But yeah, um, that was a lot. That was one of the longer catch-ups, but I had a lot to say, and I still have a lot more to say. So I hope you are enjoying. You guys will have to keep checking up on me. I'll be okay one day. 
<laughs> I'll be okay, I swear. I'm not lonely, I swear. I'm not a hopeless romantic. I won't be like... No. Because, what is it? Because uh, my favorite song... I'm a hopeless romantic, but my favorite song... Uh, and I'm a hopeless romantic. And my favorite song is uh, Wait For You by Elliot Yameen. Um, goat. <laughs> the goat. Y- y'all already know. Um, but it's so funny because I feel like I romanticize that song so much. And I feel like I kind of want that in my love life to be like, I'll wait for you. But it's so like, it's so, uh, but it's a, huh, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's so, it's such a, it's so cute, but it's like, no, you know, like, why should I have to wait for someone? But they're so good that I want to wait for them. You know, like, <laughs> it's just like, what was Elliot Yamin saying? You'll wait for them? Man, you might be right. Like, okay, um, for real though, it's like, cause I I've said that to someone before. Um, I don't think I came across it with the right energy and the right communication, cause they got uncomfortable by it. So big sad. Um, I was very direct with it. Um, so that's probably what made them uncomfortable. But then it's like, I can't really control that because, uh, ooh. It's the mental and emotional maturity of people and the capacity, the capacity of people too, because again, I could say this and they could just take it up the wrong way. Again, attentions to actions, of course, but I'm always I was always so hard on myself for stuff like that that people would get like offended or uncomfortable by stuff I would say when you know I would say the same thing to other people and they would enjoy it or love it or appreciate it. So it's just like. I'll be so hard on myself, but I also have to realize that it's not, I mean, part of it is, I like, I'm, I'm there, of course, but, you know, it's not fully always me, you know, so, maybe, maybe the, I'll wait for you, will work for someone, oh my gosh, I'm so toxic, but for real though, you know, maybe you could just, I, I could just be like, you know, do you want me to wait for you, <laughs> are you okay, do you want me to wait for you? are you healed? Like, type shit. Like, but, um, (laughs) we'll be right back with the second half of the episode. Thank you guys for listening so far. Cool beans. And we are back once again my friend don't you love it ah uh. so a reminder i don't think i'll need a reminder but just in case we have new audience members who started on this episode i mean as that's, that's valid <laughs> basically the first half of this episode is just me checking in no Breaking the ice, you know, opening up, setting the mood, <laughs> and now we're just going to get into the more, the second half of this episode, we're going to get into the more deep dive, the realism of life and what it has to offer, what it has to offer, tough shit, the tough shit in life, um, but within all these 
rocky moments. There's a lot of beauty. There's a lot of beauty to the ugly. And there's a lot of things we can hold on to and be about. So, yeah. Um, so, for this episode, I really wanted to talk about the the realism, the authenticity, the sincerity when it comes to apologies when it comes to i'm the i'm the i'm sorry's in life and you know this is a could be a very heartfelt and heart high strong topic for some because of maybe prior traumas and how people have done them i think that's a prior trauma so but yeah to each their own um how we've treated people how I've tried to treat people, how I've been treated, and how I've apologized to people, and how they have apologized to me, and how future apologies and future conversations will come along the line. So, you know, I'm sorry. This stuff, like, it's, it has a lot of impact, of course. I think we should know that. Um, but more so after the conversations at hand, the action, the intention, the actions matching your words. I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry for hurting you. I'm sorry for saying this. I'm sorry for offending you won't happen again apply that simple easier said than done but there's your blueprint you know if you say sorry to someone of course you mean it but you got to kind of live by that we're trying to have that authenticity within our self and the realism of what we can and can't do so I say this with a lot of topics and it's true because it applies to so many topics but truly understanding yourself and knowing what you can and can't do knowing the things having that self-awareness is very important when it comes to making these apologies because you don't want to half-ass the apology and not half-ass it meaning you don't mean verbally you don't mean the apology half-assing it by you'll mean the apology but not do anything about it which kind of goes back to the first part which is like you really showed that you mean it but you haven't done anything so did you really mean it oh of course i mean it but why aren't you doing anything because i know myself best i'm true to myself i only know myself best um and then if you have people like that in your life run away 
Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just the importance of a good apology, like, really do, can make or break that conversation or friendship, relationship, acquaintances, situationships, yada, yada, yada. So it's very tough because you really want to say the right words but then it goes beyond the words because the actions got to follow up and it's straight up you just don't want people like that in your life that are very shaky and you know mixed signals and very hypocritical you don't want people like that in your life um because you know it could be like I said, the avoidant type of people, people who are hurting and bleeding on you, people who are going to stop your growth and your progress, maybe use you and, you know, pull you around because that has happened to me because I, again, like I said earlier, Savior's complex and believer in second chances. So they apologize and they're like, I won't do it again in the moment. I'm like, I believe you. I appreciate that. Then months down the line, they're doing the same thing and I'm still around for some reason. So it's like what I said earlier about setting those boundaries too. So I, I've never like worded it out before, like on like what I'm doing right now. I never really thought of it like that this until now because, you know, I think a lot of people, the surface level is just like, okay, he apologized. He said that he's going to do this. He said that this won't happen. She said that this happened. She said that she's sorry. They said that they won't do this again. And for a lot of people, and including for myself at some point, that was enough. That it just it stopped there, you know. I got my words of affirmation, I got my, I got a conclusion, I got some closure. Um, now we can move on. Am I right? Yeah. He's like, but no, but no. It's it's beyond that. You you have to follow up. Not like. I'm going to follow up on you because you apologized. Like, you have to follow up with yourself if you're the one who apologized. Like, I have offended people, and I'm like, I won't do that ever again. I got to keep that up. I got to check in with myself, you know? I got to understand what I can and can't do, have that self-awareness. But you only want to have that self-awareness, too, and, like, moderation, which is the kind of the hard thing to have that balance because you want to be able to truly be yourself, right? And if you feel like you're walking on eggshells or having this constant anxiety or fear or worry that this or that may happen, you know, either you stop being friends with them or you start you start being around them less or only in certain environments where, you know, those thought processes won't occur because i've definitely had that too and i definitely am having that so i um 
I'm learning with y'all. <laughs> um, learning how to, learning what I want when it comes to an apology, you know? What am I going to gain from you apologizing to me, you feel? How should, how do I want to feel after you apologize to me? And if I don't feel that way, how do I move, you know? Or if I do feel that way, how do I move? You Like, you see what I mean? It's just like, I'm setting the standard and those boundaries for what I deserve and what I want when it comes to people. And me realizing that now is just, it comes with apologies too. If someone has done me wrong, I don't want no half-assed, I'm sorry. I don't want no half-assed, you know, my bad. Sorry if I've made you feel that way. Because I've done that shit to people too. I've invalidated. I've invalidated people I've cared for. And it was a tough pill to swallow. Because again, I didn't mean it, but the intentions to the actions type stuff. Um, and... Just I just learned how to apologize the right way, or am learning how to apologize the right way. And no more, no more. I'm sorry that you feel that way. I'm sorry I made you feel th that way. Like, eh, who was I? Gosh, that's trashy. Um, but yeah, it's it's been very tough. Again, it's part. That's a part of my growth process. It's very uncomfortable, cause I, a part of me just wants to fully accept. Part of me wants to just be accept. You know, people back into my life and start anew when it comes to these apologies. But I'm also learning that I deserve better, and I need more respect, and I need more of that reciprocation of energy. So there's that part of me that's like, hold it. Hold it, hold it, and there we go. It's just knowing that, all right, you said this, but we got to continue this conversation. You said sorry, but I, I want more from the conversation. We need to talk more because I have stuff to say too. Or you're sorry. Why are you sorry? Or again, like like I said earlier, like how am I feeling when they say sorry? Because I've had those moments too where it's just like they've said sorry and I've allowed people back in my life. And after the conversation, I was like overthinking it. I was just like, did I let them in too easily? Or was I too strict? What do I deserve better? It's like, oh, I expected nothing, but I feel like I deserve better, too. Huh? You know, having the, those crossroads, like, what do you mean that you expected nothing, but you deserve better? Like, <laughs> I, mean, I guess I'm figuring that out, too. So, that is very tough. Very tough. But I'm understanding and I hope you guys are understanding, too, what it takes to have a thorough and a formal and a correct apology. Because it is very necessary, especially if they're people you care for and genuinely want in your life and genuinely want something. 
um, with them, or you want to make more memories, or you I want to go back to old days, <laughs> or you want to progress something, or you you know you want to right your wrongs, you know you're making those realizations and stuff like that. An apology is very important. An apology is very needed in order a good apology, a for real apology. That's the first step. But then it's the application. You say this, so you got to do that. If you are, quote unquote, true to yourself and true to your word and you meant everything you said, you know, like this, that that makes sense. Right. Like. And too many times where I've had to deal with this is my trauma, but it's like too many times where I've had to deal with people who truly or like would would you apologize and they'll be like oh I'm, I'm about to cry oh my god you're gonna make me cry yada 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 and then weeks later or days later it's just like yeah just apologize and they're doing the same shit what is going on <laughs> am i right am i right like that's tough that's tough and with that, I just again I deserve better. We de- we deserve better, y'all. We deserve the thorough and real apologies that we would give to someone else. But then again, it's just a- about finding the right people in your lives, and the right people would be able to n- come up with the words to say and take on those moments head on and not avoid or not push away or not lag or not freeze so I know what I want do y'all know what y'all want (laughs) yeah but we went over apologies and I went over how it's it goes beyond just that first that in that interaction but then there's a lot of effort that comes into it too because if it's something about like relationships or something like f- friendships and those are on the line and they apologize and again it's the application what if you don't want to be around them but you want to you know see that they're applying what they say you know that's the tough part because it's just like someone has to sacrifice there i feel like i could be totally wrong i could be totally wrong but it definitely feels like sacrifices would have to be made in order to make that uh possibility um a compromise uh, ways and means to making sure that the person who wants this is doing that. But I feel, again, that's the savior complex and second chances and hopes in me. But there are people who aren't like me and would, you know, want to see them thrive, but can easily not be in their lives and not know, like, check in to see if they're thriving. But. I guess that's something I got to learn to be okay with not being okay or to be okay with not being there for everyone. 
because you know i hear that oh you can't save everyone but then my my pride and ego just shoot up i'm just like but i but i can't that doesn't mean i can't try you know like it <laughs> doesn't mean i can't try when again in reality it's like no let's not you know you got to know your worth and only certain people deserve our energy and our time you know and for the people that have hurt us you know they got to work for it they got to prove it and even then that may not be enough but or it might be you know those changes but then knowing me i'm like are you changing are you making those changes and that that growth for you or are you making those changes and growth for for us for me i want i want you to do it for the first answer don't do it for me do it for you so make those right apologies apologize correctly mean it through your voice and through your actions not one or the other we need that consistency within ourselves and if we don't have that then who are we you know we can't just fuck around and and hurt other people by our lies our words of course we're not we're not none of us are perfect we make those mistakes but it's the owning up to them and trying to change from them and trying to learn from them which also gets me to another point cuz i I've, i've been talking about apologizing to other people but how often do we apologize to ourselves cuz it's it's so often it's like you know you got to help yourself before you can help others you got to love yourself before you can love others but i feel like the same would be with apologizing apologize apologizing to yourself is having that love for yourself that kindness that gentle warm touch have y'all apologized for yourself for the stuff that happened if someone hurt you did you apologize to yourself for going through that apologize for maybe being blinded by love being blinded by you know the dopamine the attention the infatuation um cuz i had to do that with myself cuz i've had to drop very close friends that have hurt me and i was very hard on myself like i allowed this to happen for so long but i acknowledge that love can be blinding like i have love for my friends and i apologized had that apology with myself and that realization is like no need to be so hard on yourself you know that you really care for this person and you're trying to hold on for so long so give yourself grace you know what to do from now on and move forward have y'all apologized to yourself have you guys like you may have gone through so much trauma and so much shit but give yourself grace for getting through that too you're hella strong you're hella powerful for being able to do all that and get through and still be here even if you're one of the people who are avoidant and having horrible coping mechanisms 
like I said, I understand why that happens too. So get, you know, there can be grace given to that too. And for the people that are doing that, having that apology to yourself for knowing that there are better ways and knowing that, you know, you aren't where you want to be, but you've gotten this far and that this phase that you'll be in won't be permanent and that you'll find yourself anew. You'll grow, you'll learn, you'll you'll possibly find someone better or someone there who's around you that wants better for you, you know? So, it's the hopeless romantic in me. I'll wait for you. No, I'm just kidding. I'll wait for you. (laughs) I'll wait for you. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. That's embarrassing, but uh, for real. Uh, Giving ourselves grace. Apologizing to ourselves. I'm sorry that we had to go through that, you know? I'm sorry that I had to go through that. I was hurting for so long, and I, you know, I've been so hard on myself, so I had to, I have to apologize, you know, and I think once we have those apologies with ourselves, like I said earlier, you love yourself to love others, you help yourself to help others, you apologize to yourself so you can learn to apologize to others, so, yeah. Uh, every and at the end of every episode of the Half and Half podcast, what we learn is that we are the problem, not them. We have to figure out ourselves the fuck out, so we can be more helpful and less harmful to the people that we care and love, and so we can have more opportunities to be loved and to love and to experience life at its fullest. So let's figure out ourselves and not. Or and to stop fucking hurting people. So let's apologize. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is always a, is always the the right step when it comes to life and when it comes to getting over stuff. Do you forgive your parents for the family trauma? Do you forgive your ex for hurting you? Do you forgive? certain friends for distracting you do you forgive yourself for allowing these things to happen makes sense right stop <laughs> well it's another good episode guys now i was very invested i feel like i have a lot more to say but that's for another time because i feel like we'll be crossing over to other topics but if you want to hear more i can talk about this again i can bring it back on another topic another episode or you can hit me up on social media and we can have a one-on-one conversation um so yeah episode 31 of the half and half podcast um sincere apologies the i'm sorry's how to truly have the authenticity when it comes to an apology. And yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed. I'd be embarrassing myself on here, but at this point, you know, if 
the people I said this before, but if the people that I know find out that I'm talking about them, future me will deal with that future problem. <laughs> but thank you guys for watching. Um, I appreciate you guys for the support. This is a fun episode. Um, it's in a more natural setting too. I'm in a recording studio right now, which is cool because I usually record the episodes like at four in the morning in my room. Um, but I was like, let me, let me put myself in the actual environment. And I feel like that really helped out with my conversational skills and my improv. Cause like I said, um, I just choose a topic before the end of the episode and I'm just like, okay, what do I want to say about this? Okay, let's get into it. And then there we go. Um, yeah. So it got me in the mood and yeah. Um, I'll see you guys soon for episode 32. Maybe some surprises. Maybe some special guest. I have a whole ass list of topics now because of y'all. <laughs> so I'm ready to roll. I have more. I, love, I have a little more free time now so I can make more of those opportunities to put in more of the effort to get shit done. So we got it. We'll get there one one day or another. So just a reminder, apologize to yourself. Forgive yourself and forgive those that have hurt you then you can get through those situations love you guys and this is the end of half and half podcast stay safe out there y'all <laughs>